Welcome to Nest Church, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nestchurch.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. taking notes, go ahead and and write this down. Today's message is titled Hosanna. Hosanna. Just go ahead and write that down. Hosanna. And um, as we get into this, you know, it's special because as I was preparing this message, I was in tears and and I was going to do a video just to kind of encourage everyone to to get on today and all that. But I just felt, yeah, you know, just just show up and, and just share the word and and when I was preparing this and I was in tears and I was writing some things towards the ending of the message, I felt as if it was a, a prophetic voice coming out, that the Lord was giving a, a word to come out. It wasn't just a teaching in scripture, uh, but also a prophetic word for the people. And, um, you know, sometimes to say that publicly, I'm careful and I want to be, uh, I want to make sure that, that we understand what that means. And I feel that there's going to be a moment here where something is, is going to be said and something's going to be spoken where you're going to hear that, that heaven uh, is speaking uh, directly to us. So, so I, just prepare your hearts right there. Be ready to hear. Hopefully you've, you're ready to hear and you have your, your, your notes out and, and you're ready just to receive the word of God. I want to share this message, Hosanna, as we celebrate and as we honor and we think about this day, which is the opening day of what we would call Holy Week. And we start today as a reminder in which is Palm Sunday. And um, Palm Sunday is a very interesting day in Scripture. This marks uh, back to when Jesus is entering Jerusalem some five days before his crucifixion. Many of you remember this story. Maybe you're watching and you're not, uh, you're not you don't remember it or, or, or it's kind of blurry and, and, and you need to be reminded of it. But it's interesting, he's entering into Jerusalem because his time has come, and his time has come to die on the cross, to die on the cross for the sins of all humanity, to save all who would come to believe and to place their trust in him. And we know that as he's coming from the Mount of Olives and he's entering into Jerusalem, um, it's his time, and he recognizes it, and it's it's time to save those who are going to believe in him, trust in him, and it's a it's a powerful a powerful moment and uh, for for many reasons and as he's entering Jerusalem there's something else that's going on as he's entering see as a Jew yes it's holy week for Jesus it's holy week for him and for the disciples so it was time to go to Jerusalem during this time and we know that Wednesday of this week is very significant to them It is the day observed by the Jewish people and by many others as Passover. And we learned in Exodus 12 two weeks ago about Passover. We spoke about it a little bit. Now this is interesting. Why are so many people during this time of this virus that's happening and we're we're in our homes, why is everyone speaking about Passover lately? Because this is happening during the season of Holy Week, during Passover, during the time where uh, that, we, that we look into his death and his resurrection. I don't think it's a coincidence. I believe that because of that, God is very involved in what's happening in our land. 
And we learned in Exodus 12, like I said two weeks ago, that when the Hebrew people were in Egypt, God commanded them to stay in their homes. Stay in your homes and sacrifice a male lamb without defect. And that they were to eat it fully and they were to take its blood and they were to smear it on the doorposts of their homes. And that very same evening, death would strike the house of every firstborn male in Egypt and take every single firstborn male, take their lives. And whoever's house was covered in the blood of the lamb, I'm going to say that again. It sounds so good coming out of our mouths. Whoever's house is covered in the blood of the lamb, so important, would not be touched. It would not be affected. They would be saved from death if they were covered with the blood of the lamb. So here we are on what is Palm Sunday. And Jesus now, we see it in John 12, we see it in all the Gospels, and Jesus is entering Jerusalem. And as he's entering Jerusalem, he's revealing something very important. What is it? He's revealing that the Passover lamb has arrived to Jerusalem. Some 2,000 years ago, as he's entering, he's giving that reminder to all the crowds, to us, Thousands of years later, I'm entering Jerusalem, not just as this fanatical man, not just as, as what others would think as a cult leader or whatever. I'm walking into Jerusalem as the Passover lamb of God. I am here. As Isaiah 53 uh, prophesizes of this day, Jesus, the lamb of God, what does Isaiah say? Being led to the slaughter. And Jesus is walking in, being led to the slaughter. It's what John the Baptist prophesies in John chapter 1 verse 29. What does John the Baptist prophesy? When he sees Jesus on that day that he is to baptize him, he points to him and he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of this world. So so it's a very interesting picture here that is being drawn out. It's something that is very powerful and we need to be reminded of. And especially today, Palm Sunday. And especially during this time that we are in, in this crisis that we are in today. So let's look at what's happening on this day. The day that Jesus is entering the city of Jerusalem. Well, first off, we need to recognize this. The tension in Jerusalem is growing. I mean, there is tension, and it's growing specifically towards Jesus. Towards Jesus and and, and the whole movement behind Jesus. It has caught the attention of many. See, many have witnessed for themselves, or they've heard that through this Jesus, what did they hear? What have they seen? Well, this is what it says, that the blind see, the lame walk, the sick are healed, The deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is being preached to the poor. We see that in Luke 7.22. So, either they've heard or they've seen it with their very own eyes. The tension is high. And and this is what the prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah 35 of the future of God's people through his son, Jesus Christ. He says in Isaiah 35, 5-7, he says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. And the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped, and the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. 
And, and, and this is Jesus coming here to this earth. And so as Jesus is entering Jerusalem, the tension is high. The expectancy that something has to happen specifically to Jesus is extremely high. This is a dramatic moment during this time where as Jesus is entering Jerusalem. Dramatic moment. And it was such a significant time. See, Passover was days away. And it's one of the three feasts that the Jews were supposed to attend in Jerusalem. So what does that mean? Jesus is coming. He's, he, he had left uh, uh, one region, as we see like in, in Jericho. And he's coming towards the Mount of Olives. And he comes down and he's entering <clears throat> into Jerusalem, and as he's entering Jerusalem, it's Holy Week, Passover is days away. What do you think is happening in Jerusalem? Well, what's happening is it's crowded, it's full of people because it's one of the three feasts that the Jews were supposed to attend in Jerusalem. So, Jews from all around Israel and from around the world of that day, they made it to Jerusalem for this week. When Jesus was dying on the cross, it was it was a time where Jerusalem was, was filled to its capacity. During this moment, as Jesus is entering Jerusalem, it's filled to its capacity. Jewish, Jewish people from all over were coming into Jerusalem to observe the Holy Week, to observe Passover together. So we can say that there is a great crowd. And news of Jesus now has spread and many in attendance were, were asking each other and wondering, is he going to come today? Is Jesus coming? I wonder if he's coming. Have you heard? Have you spoken to anyone that knows him? Is Jesus coming? And you could almost feel the energy in Jerusalem when you're reading the pages that everyone in Jerusalem is speaking behind or, or whispering to each other about Jesus. Is this man coming? Are his disciples coming? Will he be brave enough to come knowing that the religious leaders want him dead? Do, is he going to come? And you could just feel the buzz in the air as you, as you just read um, the scripture. So it's full of people and, and the great crowd is wondering if Jesus would make his way to Jerusalem. Now what happens is very, very, very special. Word gets out. And when word gets out, the crowds hear that Jesus is making his way in. And when the crowds hear that Jesus is making his way in, they run out to the city. And they go to greet him and meet him as he's ready to enter into the city. And as they go out to greet him, to see it, to see him for themselves. John 12, 12 and 13 tells us exactly what happens. In John 12, 12, it says this. The next day, the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. And a large crowd of Passover visitors, look at verse 13, John 12, took palm branches. They went down to the road to meet him. And then they began to shout, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So you see the expectancy. You see how everyone was speaking about him. You see the, 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 
the scenario of what's happening around the text here that they they're they're Everyone's anxious. Is he coming? And when they find out he's coming, they run outside the city gates to greet him, to take palm branches and put them on the floor and, and yell Hosanna to him and, and, and to tell him, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, to, to put their clothes on the floor so that his very donkey could travel on. They're declaring him as king and they're crying out to him as he's entering the city. Why would they do this, though? Why are they crying out? Why are they saying these specific words on this day to Jesus? Well, it comes from a psalm. It's in chapter 118. I don't know if you know this, but this was a common phrase. That phrase that we just said, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It was a very common phrase for the Jewish people, for the Hebrew people. Psalm 118 was actually sung to pilgrims who were entering into Jerusalem. So as Jesus is coming in, it was something that they were accustomed to, to sing when a pilgrim was going to enter into the city. And this is exactly what they're doing with Jesus. They're singing to him or they're declaring to him what is already spoken of in Psalm 118. Verse 25 and 26 gives us a perfect illustration of what it is that they're singing. It says this, Save now. That's a very important phrase. We said that in John 12, they said, Hosanna. 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 In Psalm, it says, Save now, I pray, O Lord, O Lord. I pray, send now prosperity. Verse 26, Psalm 118. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of of the Lord. What's happening in what we read in John 12, it's exactly about what's being sung in Psalm 118. They're related to one another. It's a song being sung as Jesus is entering, as the psalmist already wrote this down, to greet individuals as they were coming in. But what were the crowds really singing when they, or what were they really declaring when they were saying a word like, Hosanna, Hosanna. That's what's important here today. That's the title of the message, Hosanna. You see, the crowds are there. And everyone here is in attendance. I I want us to remember, this is not just like crowds of people, just a multitude of people coming to see Jesus. I mean, everyone is in attendance. Pilgrims, citizens of Jerusalem are there. The poor are there. The rich are there. The religious elite are in the crowd. People from different social classes are in the crowd. The crowd is full of all kinds of people. And the crowds begin to shout in unison, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Why would they cry that? Why is that being spoken of? What's important? That we understand that this is more than just a welcome cry. It's not just, oh, welcome, Jesus. Here's palm branches. Here's my shirt. Hosanna, Hosanna. It's more than just that. It's more than just a welcome cry. You see, you got to look at the Hebrew word of what this word Hosanna means. The Hebrew word that became a shout of praise in the Hebrew, when you really define it, it is better understood and defined as help us, help us, save us, save us. That is why Psalm 118 says, save us. Save us, O Lord. 
So when you look at that word, Hosanna, Hosanna, which comes from this origin word, Yashana, 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 Hosanna, Hosanna. What they're really saying in the crowds as Jesus is walking in with the donkey is deliver us, deliver us, save us, save us, O Lord. That's what they're really saying. Liberate us, God. One commentary describes it this way. He says this, Clearly they see in Jesus the answer to their nationalistic messianic hopes. Earlier a crowd had wanted to make Jesus king. And now this crowd is recognizing him as king in the city of great kings. Here is the great dream of a Davidic ruler who would come and liberate Israel. Establishing peace and subduing the Gentiles. Hosanna, 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 if you want to get into its origin, Yashana, 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 or in our English language, Hosanna, Hosanna. And what is Jesus' response to the crowd? He doesn't come riding in a horse as a symbol of great power. Instead, he points a different direction to a different direction. He paints a different picture. And Jesus does something so beautiful. He's entering into Jerusalem in the imagery and in the details of the prophet's words that were spoken of him. And yet people still don't believe in this Jesus. In, Zephi in Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9, it speaks of Jesus. And here is Jesus some hundreds of years later doing exactly what was spoken of the prophet Zechariah. And he says this, the prophet, he says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, a fall of a donkey. So Jesus is entering Jerusalem as king but not the king that the crowds had in mind what a scene this is see the crowds are yelling help save us and that's what Jesus is there to do exactly this you're crying out Hosanna you're crying out help save us and this is why I'm here listen not to liberate them from their political oppression as they were saying, help, save us from, from these Gentiles, from the Roman government. Instead, he's coming to deliver them from their spiritual oppression. And they're screaming, help us. Break the chains of this Roman oppression. And then Jesus is answering what? I'm here. I'm here but to break the chain of your spiritual condition. See, the crowds were screaming, be king of Israel, sit on your throne, kick out all the establishments, kick out Caesar and his Rome out of here. And then Jesus' answer in reply is, I'm here not to sit on thrones made of men because I have never ceased from sitting on the throne that my father, God, has given me. I'm here, Hosanna, I'm here, Hosanna, entering Jerusalem to reveal the Lamb of God has arrived. 
prepared and obedient to enter into the slaughterhouse. I'm here. I'm here to enter, to be your Passover lamb as you've been celebrating from generation to generation since the Hebrew people in Egypt in the book of Exodus. You've been celebrating this Passover and here I am presented before you today, your Passover lamb which you've been celebrating for generations and you're waiting for years to arrive again. Here I am. I heard you say Hosanna. I'm here. Hosanna. Hosanna, your savior, your liberator, deliverer. I'm here. Not to sit on thrones of this earth or to sit in the glories of this world. I'm here to receive the cross that was entrusted to me. To receive the shame of this earth in order to fulfill and take hold of the glories that heaven has prepared for me and for everyone who will come to believe, trust, and love me. That's powerful. To receive the shame. To fulfill and take hold of the glories of heaven. Not just for me, but for all of you who will come to trust and know me. Through this entry into Jerusalem, listen, it doesn't make Jerusalem the sole city that my heart cries out to is what Jesus is saying. Jerusalem as a whole is not the sole city that my heart cries out to. See, all who come to believe, all who come to trust and love me will become, and we've taught this here, will become my great city. We now, we now are all what? Daughters of Zion. We are the daughter of Zion. We are the inhabitants of Jerusalem. We are now the the inhabitants of what is the city of peace, the house of God. See, Palm Sunday, the entry into Jerusalem is deeper than just what happened 2,000 years ago. It still holds power and significance today. It's not about entering the land of Israel this, and this ancient holy city called Jerusalem where his temple is established and raise it up so that people could have dominion over the nations of this world. It's more than that. Palm Sunday, this day, right now, today, this very moment that you're listening to this message, it speaks a greater word to you and that. It speaks a greater word to us. We are in the midst of despair In the midst of sickness and confusion, COVID-19 has taken this world by storm. And what it's done is it's taken the world to cry out. To cry out. And what a moment for this to happen, this virus to spread all over the land, having power over nations, people, economics, entertainment. What a time during Passover. During this time where we celebrate his death, burial, and resurrection, Jesus is speaking. He's entering our land. And I believe that today he's hearing the cry of his people. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hear us, deliver us, save us, liberate us. And I believe that the king is hearing and wants to be heard. 
I hear you, but do you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. I'm here. I'm right here before you. Not just to save you from what you're crying out for, but even better, what no king, what no president, what no government, what no medicine, nor any vaccine can do for you. I'm here and I'm entering your land again. My Jerusalem, my special people, I'm entering to a land where my temples can be found. I'm not just going to look for one temple to reside in. I have temples all over the land that my spirit will live in, where I will dwell in them and demonstrate to this world my glory. My fame will spread. My name will be heard and spoken of. My presence will cover the earth. I will live in my people and they will have reign and dominance over the sin of this world, over the sickness of this world, and over the evil in this world. My heart is that heaven will fill earth, he says. The ones to do this will be, will be citizens. Not the ones who are citizens of this world, but whose citizenship is in heaven. In these days, they will bring heaven on earth to deliver from sin, to deliver from pestilence, and to bring repentance to this land. In a time when all the earth is crying out, Yoshana, Yoshana, Hosanna, Hosanna, Lord save us, Lord save us. Governments don't even know what to do. The Lord is speaking to the land. He says, I'm here, I'm here, but I don't think he ends there. I think he has us, every single one of us who's come to believe in him. He has us very involved in his plan. He doesn't just say, I'm here, I'm here. He also says, I'm here, I'm here, and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Psalm 107 is very powerful. I'm going to get ready to close. I want to share two more passages. And, and I want you to listen to Psalm 107. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Verse 2. Psalm 107. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And gathered out the lands from the east and from the west, from the north, from the south. Verse 4, they wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty. Their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them out of their distress. And he, and he led them forth by the right way. And they might go to a city of a dwelling place. Very important. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. Did you catch that? It started with, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, say what? Everything else that I just read. Everything else. That they may go to a city for a dwelling place. We're it, man. We are, the, we are the city Jerusalem. We are the city of peace. The, the temple in which God dwells in. 
Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And for his wonderful works for the children of man, that he satisfies the longing soul, fills the hungry soul with goodness. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hosanna, Hosanna. There's a word that's coming out for this age, for this time. We are the city of God. He's entered our city to be the healing of this land. To deliver and to set free the repentant heart. I want to end with the reading of this passage. It's found in Zephaniah chapter 3. I'm going to start off in verse 14. And it could be titled this, maybe in your Bible translations, it's titled as such. What a fitting title. The joy of God's faithfulness. What, what does that speak to you today, like, with what's happening? How is the joy of God's faithfulness really touching your life? Are you finding joy because God remains faithful? Sometimes I can lose hope. But just this morning, God reminded me that he's faithful. Came in here with so many things in my mind. And just one act today reminded me again. Find joy in my faithfulness. I hear your cry. And I'm the supplier of your every need. And just this morning, he demonstrated that to me yet again. In Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 14, I'm going to read from 14 on, the joy of God's faithfulness. Listen to this, how fitting this is with everything that we just read and what we just spoke about. Verse 14 says, Sing, sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Come on, right there where you're watching. Is there a song that can be sung? Is there a shout that can be heard? Well, what kind of song do you want me to sing? What kind of shout do you want me to scream? Well, look what he says next. It's one of gladness and rejoicing. He says, be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your judgments. He's cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. How many of you could say amen? He's in my midst. He's in our midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day it shall be said, do not fear. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. Man, I, I hope you're feeling this right there where you're at, man. I, I hope this is for someone that's watching right now. He rejoice over you with gladness. He's going to quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly who are among you to whom its reproach is a burden. Behold, at that time, I will deal with all who will afflict you. I will save the lame and gather those who were driven out. I will appoint them from praise and fame in every land where they were put to shame. Verse 20, and at that time I will bring you back even at the time I gather you for I will give you fame and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I return your captives before your eyes, says the Lord. 
Hosanna. I believe that this message short, but yet I believe it's a prophetic word. I believe it's a word from God's heart to us directly. And I felt that as I was being ready to share this with you. And I was sitting with the Lord doing this yesterday. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. What is the world crying out today? Hosanna. What, 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 what does that mean? Yoshana. What, what, is it, what, what are they saying? Save us. Deliver us. Liberate this land, Lord, from this sickness. But right after the shout of save us, there's a declaration of blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I'm wondering if you're coming into people's lives in the name of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Are you entering into the lives of people? Are you being an encouragement? Are you the one that can be spoken of as well? Blessed are you because you've come in the name of the Lord. The worst thing that you could do right now is be about yourself. Care for yourself. Care for those you love. But one of the greatest things that you can do right now as a son, as a daughter of God is to be the answer to people's Hosanna because of the one that lives in you. Are you the blessed one that has come and maybe FaceTime someone and bless them because I come in the name of the Lord? See, we are blessed and we are the blessed. We are here and we are the ones that are coming in the name of the Lord. Hosanna! And Jesus has not changed. Jesus is saying something very important today. Just like he shared it in his entrance on Palm Sunday as he was entering Jerusalem. Hosanna! And Jesus is responding, I am here. I heard you. I'm here. I had a Hosanna moment this morning. It's private, but it's a Hosanna moment. Where I could say Hosanna. And Jesus showed up and said, I'm here. I am here. Through an individual that was blessed because they came in the name of the Lord. Hosanna is the cry. The blessing is the ones that come in the name of the Lord. Just as Jesus did 2,000 years ago and just as he's still doing today. He's walking through our neighborhoods. He's walking through the hospitals. He's walking through our conversations. And he's living in your life so that you could be the Christ to others as well. Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Listen, church, I pray that you were encouraged today. I pray that you found hope in this message. And I pray that you heard the word of the Lord specifically, directly and aiming right at the center of the core of your being. I hope this meant something to, to you today on this Palm Sunday. Right there where you're at can 
you just get together. The worship team is going to sing this song over us. But can you just maybe just prepare your hearts and say, I'm going to walk up to the altar. Yes, we, we don't have an altar for you to walk up to today. But right there, if you're watching, just open up the altar of your heart and maybe take the hold of the person next to you. Maybe lift up your hands right there where you're at. And as we sing this song, just give it all to the Lord and say, Lord, I know you're here. You hear our cry. Use me, Lord, to be the answer to someone else's life. Right there where you're at, just begin to pray to the Lord. Maybe you're watching us and it's your very first time. Give your heart to Jesus right there where you're at and begin to pray to him and say, Lord, I've been crying out to you and today I heard you clearly tell me that that you are right before me. So, Maybe it's your first time watching this. Give that to the Lord. And let the Lord do a miracle right now in your life. Come on, right there where you're at, let's sing this song one more time. And let's, let's ask God just to visit us there in a special way. And then we'll close up in prayer together. Let's sing the song to him one more time.
today was, what an encouragement. He cares, he loves, he hears the cry, and I believe and I know that our God will answer to that cry. Amen? Guys, what a beautiful reminder this is to copy the link and just share it to someone you love. Maybe they're down, maybe they're out, maybe they're in a broken place, maybe they're hurting, they're in confusion. Maybe they're filled with fear. Send this to them and say, hey, worship. Listen to this word. Enjoy this. Enjoy this uh, link and enjoy this message. Hopefully it blesses you. You have an awesome opportunity. Make sure you share that. Can't wait to see all the men on Wednesday. And um, stay in tuned with all our text messages or social media as we continue to announce everything that's happening in the weeks to come. Join me in prayer right there where you're at. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for this family, Lord. I can't thank you enough every week, the worship team that comes up here. And Lord, continues to worship and to come and practice and prepare. And for those that work hard behind the scenes that no one knows of, you know their work, you know their, the time that they've put into this, Lord. And we just thank you for them, Lord. I'm grateful to be part of something so beautiful, something that is so alive. And Lord, here's your bride, here's your beloved, here's your people, here's your holy city. We cry out to you. We thank you, we love you, we honor you. We thank you because you are visiting this land in ways like never before and you're going to use us. Let us not lose hope. Let us be encouraged. Let us go forward in faith. I pray that today's word would be something that would ignite every hearer. Every ear that hears, Lord, let it ignite something deep in their spirit that would transform their lives forever. And if there was someone listening to us for the first time, that they would contact us, Lord, they would tell us their experience right there where they're at. But that they too would be transformed and something would ignite in them forever. Lord, we love you, Lord, and we thank you for such a beautiful morning. Thank you for our families. We honor you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name. We pray. We give you all the honor. Together we say yes and amen. Come on, right there you at. Give God some praise. He's worthy. See you guys during the week. God bless you. You are loved. Amen.